I'm Seth. And I'm Jonathan. And welcome to No Experts Allowed. You know what we love? The Bible. You know what we don't love? When people use the Bible to scare or hurt others instead of allowing it to transform them and their communities. So we're trying something different. Two Bible nerds hosting a podcast that isn't about technical details, but is about two simple questions. What's the story and what's the point? One of us will prepare for the conversation. Let's call them the non-expert. The other will respond to the story as they hear it. We'll call them, and you, the storyteller. So we can show you that you don't need to be an expert to hear the Bible speak to our world. Join us. Let's tell a good story today. Hey, Seth. How are you? I'm doing great, Jonathan. It is great to be with you. Same. Well, we have a bit of an announcement for our listeners. This is going to be our last regular episode of No Experts Allowed. We've produced episodes every week with a few re-airs along the way for about two years now and feel like it's time to move on. It's kind of it's kind of surreal to be saying and surreal to be thinking about, but we're we're excited to see how no experts allowed may grow in the future. <laughs> Hopefully we can keep a hold on that that URL, but <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, I've just loved doing this. It's been awesome. Me too. Me too. And I'm excited for our sake, not as much for our listeners' sake, that I know we will continue to have these kinds of conversations and explore scripture and liturgy and do some writing and reflecting together. We are committed to that. I think we are just ending the part of it where we share all those conversations with <laughs> with the whole world. <laughs> exactly. Ending the part where we share it and ending the part where you edit it so I don't sound like a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> we've our edit my editing has definitely changed over the two years that we've done this. Yeah, that, you know, I noticed that. Both because I think there are some things I have to edit less. But I'm usually editing out a good you know, after one of us or after you start a sentence for the third time, <laughs> yeah, usually give me a good let me see if I can talk. I usually have to edit about one of those out an episode. <laughs> hey, that that's an improvement. Well, Seth, you've been on the you've been on the posting end of some of this, and so you've always kept me up to date on the type of reach that this podcast has had. And it's been incredible. I never thought when we started that we would have 3,444 total downloads. That's crazy. I was happy when we started if we got like 34. I would have been thrilled, to be honest. I would have been like, oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's astounding when you think of, you know, even if you just average, you know, half an hour per episode. Yeah. You know, we're probably on, on the lower end of that, but that's like 1,500 hours <laughs> 1600 hours of our voices being listened to in some capacity <laughs> my gosh 
So I don't know if we should say thank you or that we're sorry. Yeah, both of those can be true. Yeah. But by far, most of our downloads have come from the United States, which that makes sense. That's that's where we're from. Uh, that's usually the issues that we talk about. Although we've talked about things that are affecting other parts of the world. But our second biggest audience outside the United States is Australia and then Canada. But we've had downloads from Brazil, from Tanzania, India, from all over. Except we have never had any recorded downloads from Oregon, Montana, or South Dakota. They just don't like us there. Or they never heard of us. Well, one thing's clear. I don't like them now. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I think the thing that always astounds me is all these places. You're exactly right. It's like, who in the world in Tanzania finds and listens to our podcast? And you know, maybe it's a bot. I don't know. Or maybe it's someone using a global VPN to make yes. their con- the internet think that they're somewhere else in the world. And that's fine. They're still taking the time to listen to us. And I think it was always really encouraging to hear when those when those numbers climbed up. Or I remember one time there was someone who like listened to or downloaded <laughs> like every like all, episode. Like, yeah. Like, they binge listened to, like, 70 of our episodes in a couple of days. I'm like, are you okay, friend? (laughs) I know. I was like, are are they on a long road trip? Like, what are they doing? Are they writing a systematic theology? If so, they should not be listening to us. (laughs) Correct. (sighs) Do you have a favorite memory or memories? Yeah, this is pretty recent. But when I lost in Bible trivia to <laughs> our friends Jared Lorraine and Lindsay Longoria, when I came in third place as the co-host of the podcast, I came in third place. But it was a good memory. We we laughed so much that episode, even if I came in third place. Yeah, I had a really hard time picking out a specific memory, if I'm being honest. Because there are so many different times where our conversations were so fruitful. And almost every episode, at least in the recording process, if not in the finished product, it felt like I was both moved to tears from laughter and from something profound that we were discussing. And again, I'm not willing to give up kind of the work that we do together, the exploration we do in scripture together. I'm glad that that will continue uh, because it really has been a really meaningful spiritual discipline for me of exploring scripture in a way that's relevant to us and like challenges us and speaks to us. I think the biggest takeaway I will have from this experience, in addition to like this being truly the joy of my life in in the midst of like the depths of the pandemic, the biggest takeaway I'll have is 
whenever I get defensive about not liking a passage of scripture, it is because, it's not likely because, it is because that scripture challenges something about myself that I'm not willing to look at. And I can't tell you how many episodes where that was the thread. Where it started with us saying, I hate this passage, it's so stupid, and here's why. And at the end of it, we're like, crap. (laughs) (laughs) This This is about exactly what I didn't want to hear. I'm just so reminded of how fruitful it is reading scripture together with other people. I just think like it's so easy to do it alone. Maybe it's not even that easy to do it alone. But my like my instinct sometimes is to just do it alone. But that when you read with others, it just opens up new avenues. It can kind of correct what you were thinking that maybe short-sighted that may only be applicable to you and not helpful at all when you're trying to craft a sermon it can tell you when like your own horizons and your own life experiences are just limiting what you can see in the scriptures so i'm just so thankful that we get to read it together but i also hope that like that's something that inspires our listeners to go and read it with other people not to just read scripture alone in your room all the time at least read it with others yeah i don't i don't know how much it was meant to be read alone yes (laughs) at least when it was written not that it's not valuable there but i don't know how you feel about sermons (laughs) but i know we've talked about some of the very few sermons that we've heard in our lives that actually the message of which actually sticks with us sermons worship spiritual disciplines especially communal disciplines are less about the content and more about the consistency setting yourself up to encounter the divine regularly i mean it's like going to any place that you value a lot like if you have a favorite bar or if you're on a campus you have a favorite spot to study or just a favorite place in your neighborhood to be or a favorite place in your house to sit you might not remember or be able to recite every single thing that was valuable that you learned or thought about in those spaces but you know that space is special because of how you've been shaped and formed even if it's hard to identify the specific content or the specific delineations of how you've actually changed and with the exception of the four episodes we recorded in person we have somehow made zoom a sacred space or maybe i better say that god has made zoom a sacred space for us i love that jonathan just the metaphor of spaces like you're talking about the way that we go to them and find comfort in them even if we don't remember the specifics of every single thing that happened there then also the way that zoom is a sacred space for us yeah i look forward every recording to typing in the zoom id I didn't know exactly what was going to happen, what we were going to talk about that week, what weird question you were going to ask me, but I knew that we were going to laugh, we were going to talk about God, 
We're going to read some scripture. I knew that much. I look forward to it every time. Again, we're going to keep doing that just so our listeners don't get to listen in. <laughs> Sorry, friends. I'll, I'll, yeah, and who knows? Maybe maybe something will come out every once in a while. So if you are subscribed, stay subscribed, and you might get a surprise. You know, a Holy Week surprise or Christmas surprise or <laughs> an ordinary time surprise. I don't know. Yeah. But the only other thing I'll say is... I'm just thinking back to whenever it was that we decided to try to have a radio show together in college (laughs) and how much fun we had doing that, even though no one really listened. (laughs) True. But what was so fun about it, obviously we had a lot of fun together. What was so fun about it was when people did listen and started interacting with some of our nonsense. Yeah. Because it, it just, it kind of, it, it made it feel real in a way that it didn't when you were just sitting in the studio or we're just sitting here, you know, recording our audio on GarageBand. And when I've gotten texts from listeners or had conversations with people about how much they value the podcast, it's just still so dumbfounding. <laughs> That's the that's the best word for it. So, to our listeners, thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for walking through these stories with us. Thanks for helping us tell them. Probably should have put that at the actual end of the episode. But... Probably, but it's okay. Let's tell a quick story or read some short scripture and then pray and then we'll go from there how's that sound perfect this is hebrews 12 verses 1 through 3 from the common english bible so then with endurance let's also run the race that is laid out in front of us Since we have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let's throw off any extra baggage, get rid of the sin that trips us up, and fix our eyes on Jesus, faith's pioneer and perfecter. He endured the cross, ignoring the shame, for the sake of the joy that was laid out in front of him, and sat down at the right side of God's throne. Think about the one who endured such opposition from sinners so that you won't be discouraged and you won't give up. Thanks, Seth. Can I ask why you felt like that was an appropriate scripture to close out our podcast experience? So I thought about, I think, almost every text that we talked about. I kind of ran through some episodes like scrolling through you know what do i think about this text what do i think about this one but i kept coming back to this hebrews passage a because i think that our listeners have been a sort of great cloud of witnesses for us i hope we got to be a part of that for them but i also think that fixing our eyes on jesus has been maybe the focus of this podcast like that, 
And that shouldn't be surprising, I guess. But that's what we keep coming back to. Is that who God shows God's self to be in the person of Jesus Christ is the pioneer, the perfecter, as it says, is the archetype for the way that we want to exist in the world as people who follow Jesus, who oppose structures of oppression, who want to be with people who are suffering and hurting and oppressed. I guess for me, this this passage was a reminder both of the people who have been with us and also of Jesus Christ, the one who will always be with us. Beautifully said. I also think this is a good passage for you to pick as a Lutheran, too. But <laughs> Okay, that's true. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. Well, Seth, I thought I could close this out with a prayer. Uh, I tried my best to write something for the occasion and was really struggling. So instead, I was blessed by a prayer from a liturgical community that I've highlighted on our podcast before. I thought it would be fitting for us to finish with the, the community in fleshed. And this prayer from my colleague in ministry, Reverend M. Barclay. This prayer is titled, So Much Has Been Hidden. And I'll offer a few words of my own at the very end. So much has been hidden to protect narratives and people, to disempower, to confuse. Unsatisfied with stories that get us by but never get us free, may we be people who look beyond, who listen beneath, who feel through and through. Though we know only in part and we prophesy only in part, we do not grow weary in faith. Though evil shrouds our view with each new learning and unlearning, the partial fades away. The histories and complicities and losses and power of our entangled lives cry out for understanding. With courage, we open ourselves to truth. With humility, we endeavor to be transformed. With hope, we hold on to each other. May love lead us in the sacred work of unveiling. May all that shrouds justice be uncovered and the ways of healing revealed. Living and gracious God, we pray that the seeds that we have sown through this podcast in 109 episodes, over 3,400 listens, that those seeds may bear fruit for your reign and realm in this world. Be known in us, among us, and we pray humbly that you be known because of us. Mindful of the many names by which your children cry out to you from all over the world, I pray in the name of the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, Jesus Christ. Amen. To our listeners, thanks for joining us. Stay subscribed, like we said we may put out, 
some one-off special edition episodes. So who knows what story we'll tell next week. But Jonathan, thanks for walking us through all these stories. Thanks for walking through them with me, Seth. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. And thanks for helping me tell them. We have that we have that false end in the middle. That's what I call sermons. Do you ever feel like the sermon's like wrapping up? Did I ever tell you about the time? <laughs> you think it's wrapping up and then it's like, oh nope, here we go again. Okay, another point. I'm like, oh that was a false end. What do I where do I go from that?